Hi, this is Randy, and this is my second podcast, Common Sense and Ramblings in America. This is January the 22nd, 2021. I know in my first introductory podcast that I did, I said I would just start by discussing some of my blog articles and going through them in depth in Common Sense dash common dash sense dash in dash america.com but due to recent events in our country uh, I have been forced to change that up just a little mainly because of the divisive nature of our president Biden and his executive orders and his inaction and to certain things that he has done and in, in, to our country um, he said he wishes to bring our country back together and unite us as a whole. But he is not doing one of the main things that he could do to help that. He could say enough is enough and stop the impeachment process of President Trump, or ex-President Trump, who is now a private citizen. So, in essence, this is unconstitutional because the impeachment process says that it will remove a person from office and he is no longer in office. He also says he is for the military, that he loves the military. And yet, during his inauguration, they brought in over 30,000 National Guard troops, and they failed to house them. It has taken our ex-President Trump to do that for us, to take care of our troops for us. He has offered the use of his hotel in Washington, D.C. to house these troops. Several of the states are pulling the National Guard troops back home so they can be in their state instead of basically being housed in parking garages, and it's getting quite cold in Washington, D.C. Um, so he has shown that he has little concern or care for our citizens and basically our country. So... His executive orders, basically, he stated that he was going to try to undo President Trump's presidency and legacy. And he has done a wonderful job by putting out more executive orders in the last two days than most presidents do in their entire four or eight years in office. So, I am going to go over some of these executive orders. Actually, actually, I'm going to read through these executive orders and discuss some of them in depth to show how divisive they truly are and what kind of harm they're going to do to this country. But um, after he got inaugurated, he signed in 17 executive orders, and we know he didn't write them himself. These were written by special interests and people like AOC and Bernie Sanders and all that who had access to grind. But they did irreparable damage to the country already. We have basically alienated one of our closest allies, Canada. We have destroyed thousands and thousands of high-paying jobs that will no longer be, will be able to be replaced. I mean, these people that were working in the Keystone Pipeline were making $100-plus an hour. Do you think our mandatory increase for the minimum wage to $15 an hour will help them much? I don't think so. So... A lot, like I said, a lot of these executive orders have been are being used to destroy Trump's legacy, and to bring us back into very unfavorable 
alliances or agreements um, with other countries that just didn't help us but hurt us mainly. So some of these executive orders are he wishes to re-engage with the World Health Organization. And we were basically one of the biggest contributors financially to it, and we were getting the least benefit from him. Um, who refused to tell the rest of the world anything about COVID and basically acted strictly for the benefit of China. He wants to create a position of COVID-19 response coordinator. We pretty much already had that with our response team. He wishes to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement, which only benefits other countries and it does not help us in the least. We were already doing more for this country and the environment than they were requiring the Paris Accord Treatment, and it wasn't costing us that much money. Now it's going to cost us trillions of dollars to follow this agreement, where China doesn't have to because they got a developing uh, country status, really. So, yeah, that's not such a good idea. So, he also is revoking permit for Keystone XL Pipeline. Now, this was an agreement we made with uh, Canada to bring a pipeline from the northern Canada into the United States so we could transfer the shale oil um, by, you know, oil, basically. And it created thousands of jobs, and it helped both of our economies and helped keep us basically independent from other countries, other Middle East countries for our oil. And by keeping us independent for our oil... It allowed us to stay out of other messy engagements in the Middle East. Alright, so he wants to extend eviction foreclosure moratoriums. That's a good thing because a lot of people have been kept uh, from going to work or they've been forced to stay at home and because their jobs were not considered uh, critical. Um, so they weren't able to go back to work. So they weren't making any money, so... But the problem is it's hurting the banks, it's hurting mortgage holders, a whole bit. Um, he also wants to extend the student loan pause, which is another good thing. He actually did a few good things here. So students aren't having to pay penalties for loans they can't pay since they're not working. One thing that kind of bothered me, he wants to, uh, he deleted or discontinued the uh, 1776 commission which was an effort by President Trump to help our school systems learn more about our origins and uh, our founding fathers and how this country was created. Recent, there's been a trend in school to kind of change the perspective of how they teach our kids about our, our government's origin and our country's origin. And it hasn't been very favorable to us. Okay, he's basically uh, wants to revoke and exclude undocumented immigrants from their census. So basically, all the illegal immigrants are now going to be on our census, which is going to affect the numbers of states um, and as far as our um, Is going to affect our census numbers. Every 20, 10 years we do a census. And these numbers affect how many seats each state has in the House of Representatives. 
Um, so the more seats we have, um, probably it's going to help the Democrats more than it's going to help the Republicans. Because a lot of these immigrants are going to vote Democrat. He's requiring mass and distancing in all federal property by and by federal workers. Yet, when the Washington uh, Monument Memorial, he was um, eyeballing that and with his family, he didn't wear a mask. So he was called to task on that. He wants to stop the construction of our border wall, or he has, should I say. And we've had over 400 and some miles built. And this was helping every state and city and town that was affected by this said it was a positive thing. It kept its citizens safer, and now he's going to stop that. So billions of dollars to create a wall and basically just thrown away. Hopefully he won't tear that wall down. That would be really criminal. He is going to require an ethics pledge for executive branch personnel. Um, that's actually not so bad if that's as far as it goes, but who knows how far that's going to go. He wants to end harsh and extreme immigration enforcement. Basically what that means is <clears throat> he's going to open up the border and give a moratorium for 100 days to any illegal aliens that comes into the United States. During that time, they will not be kicked back, basically kicked back out of the country. Or removed, should I say, from the country. He's going to... He said he's going to try to fix the COVID-19 um, by using the Defense Product Act, the Production Act. Um, so he's basically going to force companies to make the vaccines or anything else that will help support the frontline workers. We have been pretty much doing that by gentlemen's agreements and contracts. Um, this Now he's going to force companies to do it. He said... He wants a pandemic testing and a board, an expansion of that. I think we had a pretty good system set up by Trump, and he really didn't have to do very much. He didn't really have to do very much to change or improve the existing um, system we had set up. It was working just fine. So, but he has to put his, you know, little stamp of approval on it. Uh, he set up a directive where he wants to do 100 million shots in 100 days. And Trump was almost already doing that. He was up to over 900,000 vaccinations um, for each day. Um, another one is not so bad. He wants to provide guidance on safely reopening schools. Basically, he's taking that away from the states. I actually think this is a good thing. Uh, many of the states were not following any kind of pattern. And they were just harming the students and the kids. And the families, too. So he wants to put an executive order, which is kind of like a no-brainer, require a face mask at airports and other modes of transportation. I think that's okay. Um, I've discussed in my COVID articles that masks, unless they're N95 or N99 masks, which are even better, um, that are used in like hazardous conditions, um, masks do little to actually stop the transmission of the virus. The only thing they do do is if you sneeze or cough or speak forcefully, they per slow down the transmission or spread of the air particles coming out of your lungs or your mouth. And, of course, the COVID is traveling on that. So if you were to sneeze, the sneeze spray may spread 15 feet. But now with a mask, it may only go a couple of feet. So it, it actually effectively controls those kind of things. But the virus can still go through the mask, like 
a mosquito can go through a chain link fence. It doesn't really stop it. The fabric weave is not that small. And viruses are like microns. They're very, very small in size. Okay, so he's asking agencies to boost food aid, improve delivery of stimulus checks. That's okay. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, so what he, another one of his executive orders is um, he signed a memo uh, about the Deferred Childhood Arrivals, or DACA. Um, basically, Trump wanted a better... Uh, Obama set up, when he was in office, that he allowed all these children uh, to stay here that were brought in illegally. Uh, the parents basically weren't here, or whatever. They were used as um, tools to get into the country from Mexico illegally. And now some of these kids have been here for a long time and they don't have any place to go if they were to go back to Mexico, which is fine. But what DACA requires is that every year they have to file paperwork and they really don't have any permanent position in this country. So he was trying to revise that. And basically, it's really nothing's going to change with that. It's just going to allow it to stay the way it was and they're going to have to continue their paperwork every year. So he also is ending the restriction, which I don't really think was a restriction. It was basically anybody coming uh, that was Muslim or African in nature, from an African nature nation, should I say, he was allowing them um, to have to go through some paperwork and just making sure they weren't, um, I guess you could call it profiling in some way, but he's ending those restrictions. As I said, he's also he's stopping the border wall. Okay, So he said he was going to do that, so that's really no surprise. What is, is is a little bit of an issue, and people have been discussing this, is that um, he's changing the prohibition in the workplace um, or basis of um, gender identity and sexual orientation. So we're going to see a lot more um, gender-neutral bathrooms, and we're going to see a lot more questionable issues with men going into females' bathrooms and what have you because they're saying they're women, but they're still a man or the man's parts and that's creating a lot of issues especially with parents and their children and apparently um, some of these individuals have used this as an excuse and they've actually raped some different women or children in these bathrooms so not a good deal um, one of the things that Trump did um, but they, it didn't actually cause any major issues is that he expanded um, oil drink, drum, well drilling and um, national parks and refuges. Um, so we're going to backtrack on that. But the oil that we found in Alaska was a national parks. So it did create some problems. Uh, we had the Exxon Valdez, um, which was just poor management by Exxon. And so they're going to eliminate that, some of that. So between the, the pipeline that's been discontinued from Canada and the tightening of our oil well drilling in these parks, we're going to lose a lot of our uh, independence for oil that we had for the last four, three or four years from other countries. And it's already shown that we um, are going to be more engaged in events over in the Middle East. We're already sending troops back there. Um, so I'm looking at my time right now um, on my podcast, second podcast, and I've gone over my 10 minutes um, that I said I was going to put it. So I wouldn't bore you too much. So I'm going to have to call it that um, for now. Um, I guess I won't to be able to discuss my um, podcast, my uh, blog, as far as the COVID and uh, healthcare articles. So 
I will cover those on my third uh, podcast, which will be sometime in the next week or so, maybe sooner, depending on how situations arise. I wish to leave open um, my topics a little bit, just because of some of the events that may change in our country and um, that I wish to discuss. So um, you guys have a great day and please stay safe and take care.